What's up, podcast? This is Matt Shalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Shalava, and it is Sunday. So it's week seven. It's week seven of 2021. We have a good outlook for this week. Some some decent shoes coming out. Uh, hopefully some restocks of some of the items that I have been selling really well. Hopefully I will be able to really get down to listing a lot and finally finishing up some of this tax stuff that I've been working on for the past couple of weeks and just working on getting that all set up to go for uh, April when those are due. So that's what I have been really focusing on for this this month, this the beginning part of the year. And we do have some, we have some really good releases actually. Now that I'm just jogging my mind a little bit, uh, we have the dunk, kind of dunk day coming out in, uh, I think it's February 18th. So February 18th, there are a lot of dunks coming out. The big colorway, in my opinion, will be the UNC powder blue or uh, UNC blue, whatever color you want to call them. I don't remember the exact name for them, but they are a light blue colorway with white for the Nike Dunk Low for uh, women's sizing. And those will do absolutely spectacular. I think that people will not care one bit that those are going to be produced pretty highly. I think they're releasing on, on many sites, not just Nike, not just limited skate shop sites or anything like that, but like very, very broad, like they may be even released on foot sites and stuff, like a very general release type of shoe. So those should do, I think they'll do exceptional. I mean, we've seen a lot of shoes that do really well that are released all over the place. Just look at the, look at the Carmines, look at some of the more mass produced classic colorway Jordans for reference. These dunks are a beautiful classic colorway of, of a Nike shoe where the UNC and white just always goes very well on almost every Nike model. It always sells really well because obviously that's where Michael Jordan went to college. And if you don't know that and you just like the colors, well, UNC blue is an absolutely uh, like Carolina blue, I guess I should say. Very, very beautiful color. So those always do exceptionally well when they're released. I'm excited for them. I think they're going to do really well. And I'm excited to see what happens this week. So I got to set up for that, actually. I didn't even think about that. But now I'm just kind of looking at this week. I do have to set up for those releases. So that'll be something that I'm working on as well. Getting a setup ready for those. Hopefully hit on a few pairs of those. Hopefully can hit on as many pairs of those as I hit on the car mines. Because got a lot of grade schools coming. Really not a good investment there. But those should be shipping out here soon. So we'll get those in. I'm going to get those things moved as probably as quickly as possible. Because I don't want to sit on those. I really see no value in it. You don't really want to sit on shoes all that long. I, I used to be very long-term, but now that I'm looking at it, and, and this isn't investment advice in any way, but for me, I don't like to sit on shoes as long as I used to. I still have a lot of the shoes that I've been holding, but I do need to get those listed as well because they're not appreciating anymore. We see so many shoes coming out every year, and some of these colorways or some of these similar colorways that are produced or some of the models of these shoes, take the Easy 700, I mean, the Easy 350. The Easy 350, when it first came out, was very limited, and it was it was hype-driven. The people that bought that shoe at 1000 to $1,500 were buying it based on the hype and the limited supply and the fact that they could go flex on people at school or at work or whoever they were going to flex on and say, hey, you didn't get these shoes, but I definitely did, and they are super limited. Like you're not going to be able to get these again. And then what do we see? We see the Easy Zebras get restocked like seven times. We see the 350 model beat to death, released like 10, 15, 20 times a year. Like they release these things. It seems like they release multiple 350s almost every month. It feels like they don't, and and really we, we end up seeing it around 10. 
think 10 to 15 times. I saw a lot of colorways come out for it last year, and I think we had a few times where a couple colorways came out. There was one where they released three different colorways, one for each different region of the world. They released Yeezys in, so they do a lot of 350 releases. So it's it's an iconic shoe, but it's also been extremely, extremely mass-produced at this point. It's not to the point where it's not resellable, but there are only certain sizes that are really worth holding and selling, at least in my opinion. So that is, that's really where we're at right now. And I'm seeing this and I'm listening to a lot of people that are smarter than me, way smarter than me, who've been reselling shoes for anywhere from three, because I, I haven't been in this three years. I'm almost starting my third year. But anybody who's been in this for three years to 10 years, I mean, I love listening to what they have to say. And a couple guys that I listen to that are pretty smart, they're from GFNF. Um, and I'm fortunate enough to be in that group. They're, they have a podcast, really highly recommend it. They're good dudes. And they were talking about how the they don't really hold a lot of shoes for, for holding to flip. Like they're, especially the one guy, um, he flips his shoes really quickly. And I'm thinking about this going, and that makes sense. Like we don't know what these shoes are going to do. They're very volatile. A lot of times you can tell with a, a very beautiful Jordan 1 colorway. Like the, those trophy rooms are going to skyrocket for many reasons, in my opinion, because one, they're a beautiful shoe. Two, they're very, very hyped. Three, they backdoored them like no shoe's ever been backdoored. Like they literally backdoored almost every pair of their shoes. So it's just, it's at the point where there's a lot of things pushing that value up. One, that most normal people didn't get them. A lot of sneaker resellers got them. And two, that they were a very nice Jordan 1. That kind of pushes the value up. The harder it is to get a shoe for the general public, the higher the value seems to jump in my in my personal experience. Because I've seen a lot of shoes where the release was super difficult. Look at the strange loves. I mean, beautiful dunk, but one of the most difficult releases that's happened in a long time. I mean, the Nike servers crashed. People couldn't enter on Sneakers app. They weren't really released anywhere. And when you see a shoe like that that's hard to get, one, it's usually pretty limited. Two, there's usually a lot of hype. That's what you'll see. When the servers crash, when there's a lot of issues trying to get a payment through on the Sneakers app, it's usually because a lot of people are going for the shoes. And that's usually because it's a hype shoe that a lot of people like, and now it's even more difficult to get because so many people ended up not even getting their payment to go through because there was such an overload on the Nike servers. So you'll see this happen from time to time where shoes get super hyped, things go wrong, and the release goes completely sideways, and now the value is completely spiked because what you what happens is the collectors, the people that actually want the shoe, and, and props to them, I mean, hey, I love to collect things too, but they, they really want it, and they're now at a very, very difficult time getting it. It's not just that they couldn't get it, it's that they, they had no chance. And it's not because of all the bots or anything, like there's a lot of factors kind of playing into this, but it, it all kind of comes down to how difficult is it to get the shoe, get the shoe, how rare is the shoe, uh, how much was it produced, and then kind of what's the colorway look like. And if those three things align, typically for me, it looks like a good hold. That's what I've seen a lot of people recommend. That's what I've seen a lot of people talk about. And it typically ends up being that, you know, you can make some good money on some of these shoes that are, that kind of fit those three criteria. There's other things at play and stuff, but those seem to be the real, real big factors in it whenever I'm looking for a shoe to hold. That being said, a lot of these shoes are being mass produced now. We see a lot of Yeezys coming out. We see a lot of other shoes coming out. Nike doesn't just produce a dunk or, or a couple dunks now. There's dunks like every month, multiple dunks a month. Like they're doing tons of dunks, pumping those things out. So now what? Now what do we do with all of our dunks? Well, to me, I'm not holding them. I'm not really trying to hold any of them. I do have my rubber dunks from the off-white release. Probably not a good hold. Probably a really stupid hold in my opinion because 
kind of what I'm thinking now is you look at the off-white releases, I haven't really seen a lot of them jump, especially the off-white dunks. I mean, that's clue enough. The off-white dunks have been a terrible investment for most people. And that kind of plays down to what we're, what we're seeing. We're just people aren't that hyped on them, which I don't understand. I think the off-white dunks look really nice. I think that the price that they're at for what I thought they would be at is, is kind of lower, way lower than I thought they'd be. And a lot of people put a lot of money into those shoes, paying resale values and stuff for them. And it ended up not panning out for them completely because they never really went up. So so that's that's been a bad investment for a lot of people. And I should have kind of gotten a clue from those shoes that there really wasn't a good chance of these rubber dunks, which aren't even a classic Nike shoe, going up. So bad investment, whatever. Um, honestly, I haven't checked the prices in a while, so maybe I'm, I'm wrong. But the last time I checked, which has been a little bit ago, they weren't really doing that well resell compared to what I thought they would be doing. Still decent profit on what I paid for them, but not nearly as good as I'd hoped. So it's just, that's kind of where we're at right now. And and I'm saying all this because the, the dunks being released all over the place, there still should be good value and good colorways. We've seen this before. It's nothing new. You see Jordan 1s pumped out all over the place. You see them released on all these different foot sites, all of these different Shopify sites, all the, the Nike sites and everything else. And they still do well resale-wise, and they still appreciate very well. So it's not to say that some of these dunks won't appreciate well or some of them won't resell well. That's definitely not going to be the case. I see a lot of, of room for growth in some of these shoes, but it's not like every dunk's going to grow now. And, and the more they mass-produce these shoes, the harder it will be for them to be a good, stable investment for a, a sneaker reseller. So that's just kind of my two cents. Like I said, you guys obviously have a lot better sense at this than me. Some of you have been doing this for a long, long time. You know what you're doing with sneakers. And hey, if, if you don't agree with it, drop me a, a DM on Instagram or something because I'd love to actually hear that opinion because there is, there's there's a lot at play with this. I mean, there's there's stuff that, there's different things that can play into the, the reselling value of sneakers that, hey, maybe I didn't consider. But to me, it seems like it's going to be a lot harder for them to jump in value the way that they were originally when they were coming out in a few colorways, very limited. <clears throat> now they're being kind of produced a lot more all over the place. So it'll be interesting to see how that kind of affects the resale. I'm going to be watching that as the week goes on. Other than that, um, looking into sports cards, I was talking to my cousin today about some different quarterbacks in the NFL that we're looking at. It's weird. There are a lot of price variation in sports cards still, and I'm looking at possibly getting the market movers tool from Sports Card Investor. This is not like, I'm not like obviously representing him or anything, but he does have a good tool there where from what I've seen, you're able to actually just pull in the data from eBay. It ranks the, it shows you like, like a stock market graph what cards were selling for what prices and based on the grades and based on the different companies that graded them, what they were trending at a year ago, what they were trending at last, like a few months ago, like whatever they, I don't know how they do it, but they somehow track and show you what the card is, has been selling at to give you a better idea of what the true market value for the card should be or what it is. And then you can obviously guess, okay, well, it's in a very low point. I think the player is going to go up. I think the player is going to have a stellar season. You buy him and then you hopefully the card goes up in a lot of value and, and to go so it's just crazy to me because i've been seeing a lot of volatility i mean you look at some of these quarterbacks who aren't that good and because their card was maybe more limited it's super super highly valued and it's overvalued compared to a quarterback who's been who's been good who's been to the super bowl who's uh, been an mvp candidate at some points i mean you see these things and you just shake your head and go well why this guy's a backup why on earth are some of his card prices and and for the same card not just a different set i mean this is the same card same like prism, like panini prism, not silver, just their base prism. And I'm looking at it going, okay, this guy's a backup right now and there's really no hype behind him. The other guy has been a starter. He's been to the Super Bowl and he's 
pretty decent quarterback, and yet his prices are, are basically the same as this other guy who is kind of a backup and not that good. And I was just like looking at it going, this doesn't make any sense. There's something wrong here. So just talking to him about that, kind of trying to hash out some different ideas with sports cards, that's something else that I will hopefully be doing and, and learning about here in the upcoming week. I mean, outside of those things, it's, I was just talking to my girlfriend about it today. There's a lot that I need to do. I mean, my assignment list that I give myself is like 43 things on it to get done, just to get done for my business that need to be done. I mean, I got inventory to, to kind of set up an inventory system. I got a tax system. I got a, uh, I want to improve my accounting system so it's quicker and less reliant on me doing as much work as trying to automate it as much as I can. There's, oh my gosh, what else do we have? I mean, we have... Um, we have different sorts of, uh, I got to get things listed, I got to get things sold, I got to get things pre-packed and shipped, got to get clothing listed, and just so many different things where I look at it and go, where do I start? Where do you start with this? And so that's that's something that I need to work on. I'm going to be trying to work a, a lot of trying to figure out how's the best way to attack when you have 80 things in front of you. You go, what do I do with this? Because I don't know. I mean, I, I've never done this before. I've had college, but college wasn't like, okay, if I do... If I do X, I, I may get a hundred bucks. If I do Y, I can make a thousand bucks. But I don't know which one to do because X is very, very important. Y is something that's potentially going to happen. You know what I mean? Like there's there's several things that this may release tonight, so I should set up for it. But if it doesn't release, well, okay, then I won't make any money. And this other thing over here really needs to be done. I really need to get this prepped up for tomorrow. Uh, I may have a meeting with somebody. I may have a, a release tomorrow that I know is coming out. I mean, what do you do? And so... I don't know. I, I'm not that good at it right now. I'm trying to work on it. So that's what I've, that's another thing that I've just been looking at and trying to work on. So this week, primarily for me, I know that I've talked about trying to be transparent with what I'm doing each week, week in, week out. Really going to be focusing on those sneakers coming out. Really going to be focusing on moving product because I need to get some cash flow going again. It's just been really, really bad these past few weeks, not getting as much listed. And obviously with uh, me spending a lot of time with my girlfriend these past, this past week because she's been home, it's like, okay, well, well now, like, I haven't done anything. I, I've literally listed a few items, if that, sold a few things, and that's been really it. So I need to get some things moving with my business. That's a focus. And then getting this tax thing just done, getting taxes and all of my kind of numbers for that, all put on one piece of paper, hand that to my tax preparer and be done with it. And then I'm going to be looking at trying to figure out uh, a better thing going forward where it's a little bit more automated than it was in 2020. Still got the good numbers, still got things that are, are kosher and very, very good and, and line up with what uh, the, the sales were and all that kind of stuff. But I want to make it a little easier on myself so that there isn't as much manual work involved so I can get to the good things, get to the sourcing, get to the selling, get to the shipping. That's really what I like to do. So that's what my focus is this week. Really the sneakers, the the taxes, and the, um, and the selling. I mean, those are the three big things this week. And if I can get those things done, it'll be a successful week for me. So I'll keep you guys along. I'll track you. I'll track what I'm doing and hopefully clue you into some things that I pick up this week. We've got a lot to do and I'm excited for it. So with that being said, I'm going to go. If you guys would just go to the Apple Podcast app and leave me a five-star review on there, I would really appreciate it because that is how new people find this podcast. It's really the best way for me to reach other people, reach new resellers, hopefully teach them something because like it's hard when you first start out a new thing and you know nothing about it. You don't even know what to Google and you're like, what do I do? What, what, what do I, where do I go from here? What do I type in? Like how to sell things on eBay? And like you get 10 posts 
All of them are blogs from 2018 that aren't really, some of them are relevant, but some of them are irrelevant. They're talking about PayPal, you're on managed payments. Like that's why I want to get people into the podcast. I think that it's a, a very good tool to be able to learn up to the minute things, up to the minute things that are coming out with eBay, up to the minute things that are coming out with reselling. Hopefully clue new resellers in and get them on the right path so that they can start selling and make as much money as quickly as possible. So if you would do that for me, I would really appreciate it, but I am going to go. You guys have a great week this week. We got week seven of 2021. I'm excited for it, and we got Monday tomorrow, so I'll get back to you tomorrow with another podcast. Have a good one. Peace.